Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 34. Got a little more to talk about this week. Got a little bit uh, better results uh, with a few little hiccups in the wo- in the road. But um, uh, I don't know. I felt like we fared pretty decent uh, for the weekend. But uh, two of my better tracks that uh, felt like we should have been better both nights. But, you know, well, shit happens. Both nights you had to overcome little issues so not i mean if we're gonna make an excuse but well we're not making excuses you know it is what it is but uh, definitely better results than we've been having and i think that was a morale booster overall so it was a good weekend yeah for sure you know uh i keep saying it every week uh rob's definitely making us a better team uh making the car drive a lot better and actually uh when the car drives good gives me more confidence and he's a pretty good cheerleader as well so uh, Cheerleader uh, or asked your little of both. Okay, but, but that's, that's what right. you need. You need that's tough right. love. You're you like to dish out tough love, so hopefully you can take it. You don't even know what tough love is, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Whatever. But no, it was a good weekend. You know, lot in Oklahoma, uh, Dallas, Texas, or Mesquite, Texas. You know, Devil's Bowl. A couple of my better tracks. Sarah got to meet a lot of neighbors. Everyone's a neighbor. Hi, neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fans uh, and a lot of friends that I actually, she got to see and talk to most of you guys and I didn't get to and I'm uh, sorry about that. I, I did go over for a little while each night and, uh, but you guys all showed up a lot later than, than I could hang out over on the front straightaway. So, uh, you know, I, I always left you know, 15, 20 minutes before the driver's meeting cause I didn't want to miss the driver's meeting and, and uh, missed a lot of you guys. And I'm, she kept asking me, do you remember this guy? Do you remember this gal? Do you remember this? Do you remember, you remember the lady that used to live behind you? Do you remember the guy that used to live next door? Well, I haven't lived a lot of places in my life, but there's apparently a lot of, there's still a, remembers you. Did all those people live in the same house? I don't know. <laughs> I was standing up there, and I think it was Vicky that was up there with me, and she got to witness a few of the, hey, I'm so-and-so, make sure you tell Wayne. And she said, I sure hope you're writing all this down. <laughs> well, with that being said, too, I forgot about Vicki. Uh, you know, Vicki is uh, Ray Brooks's wife, and, uh, you know, Rick, Ray passed away a few months ago. And that has been her first race that she's been to in, in a, quite a few years that I know of. And it was good to see her and let her come to a race and uh, just to hang out. You know, I know she's went through a lot in the last 10 years with Ray with – with his cancer and all that stuff, was it was definitely good to see her. I think overall, just a weekend at home and getting to see everyone, and I don't know, it was just good for the soul after how 2020's been, just to see everybody and catch up. And um, I mean, a lot of people I didn't know, but they knew you, and I felt like I knew mm-hmm. them, or they knew me through the podcast, but I had never met them. And then a lot of people even went to Lawton and then came to Devil's Bowl, so I saw them two nights in a row, so... It was awesome. I enjoyed it. And she stressed out the dog. The dog was completely Oh, yeah. My dog tried to bite me. Henry Henry doesn't mind racing from the pit side, but I don't think he's meant to be a show dog. (laughs) (laughs) He's over it. Well, another thing, too, you know, it's cool that uh, I had a couple of childhood friends of mine that were there this weekend. You know, these guys 
have been with me through thick and thin, and we've kind of went our ways at times just because I moved away in different states and this, that, and the other. But, uh, you know, uh, Sean Wilson and Aaron Poe are two of the guys that I actually went to kindergarten with, and we're still friends to this day. So, you know, we're talking 45 years of friendship, and uh, it was cool to get those guys to a race and come down and see me and get to visit and get to see what I do and, you know, because... Like I say, uh, they've both been to many, many races, but it's been many moons ago. So cool to have them both there and and uh, wish we'd have had a little better finish. But that was cool to have. You know, those just crazy how at home, mm -hmm. uh, how many people come to the races and see, you know, that you see that you don't see. And, you, you know, I haven't seen some of those people in years. And I didn't get to meet everyone or get to get visit to with visit everyone. with everyone. Yeah. So it was pretty crazy, but... Uh, all in all, I think Lawton's turnout was pretty awesome. Actually. I sure hope the Outlaws decide to come back there because I think it was definitely well-received. Well, the biggest, everyone enjoyed it. The biggest issue with our area, and you were talking to Lawton and Devil's Bowl and Texas and Oklahoma for that matter, uh, there's just not a lot of 410 cars left. So the car counts are low. I think there was only 22 cars each night. And... Uh, that kind of stinks for the fans, but I think they still get a really good show, and uh, you're not there all night long. So, right. uh, as a fan, you got to enjoy that part. You know, they don't drag out the show and keep you there all night. I have a question. Due to the circumstances, the Lawton and Devil's Bowl swing was moved because it was scheduled earlier in the year. Did do you think that had any impact on the car count, or do you think it would have pretty much been the same? No, I think it would have been a little bit better car count, but all the all-star cars and, uh, you know, everybody's busy. Uh, they had a lot of big races out in Pennsylvania this week, and, uh, you know, the Knoxville guys, they don't travel that far, uh, so they wouldn't have came down. But we had a few cars that, you know, trickled down from Kansas, and there's a few cars left around this area, but... With us, you know, having 13 travelers, there was only nine other cars that's not normally with us. So, uh, with that being said, we need to definitely get better car counts for these races. But I still think as a fan, you guys got one heck of a show both nights. Uh, you know, what was it there on Saturday night? Uh, Sheldon and, and Gravel tied. Like dead tied. And it's never, ever happened ever. Right. Yeah, that's and pretty so that's cool. That's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I missed that. I was up in the stands. I couldn't, in the Devil's Bowl, you couldn't hear the pit or the, you couldn't hear Johnny from the grand, I mean, maybe in the grandstands, but not behind the grandstands. I don't know. Their sound is strange. You just wasn't paying attention. Yes, I was. I well, always pay attention. Well, guys, let's, uh, let's take a break real quick and uh, come back and let's see what she's got for some results and see what goes there. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Choose Outlaw. Okay, we're back. What, uh, Saturday, Friday, what do you got going on there? Okay, results. Friday, Lawton. I have a note. It had been 35 years since the Outlaws had been there. That's crazy, isn't it? Just a random note. Yeah, that's my whole life. It's been a long time. 
you qualified in the second group. You qualified 13th overall. You started fifth in the first heat and ran fifth. You started 13th in the A and ran 14th. Well, qualifying, same thing. We're right at the hump there. You know, we needed to be 12th to get in the dreaded not-so-inversion because there's no inversion. But you just want to be in the top two rows of those heat races because, you know, the top two cars go to the dash. So with starting in the first couple rows, you got a shot. But, uh, you know, we had to start fifth in the heat and end up running fifth. And, uh, you know, but that, that dreaded draw is just still kicking our asses, if you want to say. But we're right there. We're about to break over. I feel like we are. Our car's getting better, and and uh, I'm figuring out how, you know, I don't think our car's bad. I think I'm just having to learn to drive these tires way different than what I'm used to. But I'm catching on, I, I think. I think you're getting a feel for it, or the results seem to show that we're getting Short car counts, there. but that's all right. We still pass really good cars and that kind of thing. But I got to go back to, to Dodge City. We go all the way back to Dodge City. Rob kept telling me, what do we got to do? to make these brakes. He said, do you use the brakes? And I'm like, yeah, I use the brakes. He said, but your brake rotor never glows like everyone else's. I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I use the brakes. He's like, well, I'm going to change the brake pedal and the geometry and the master cylinder and, and make the pedal a little softer, make it a little easier for you to push. That way you use them more, whatever. So uh, after Dodge City, which was Lawton, well, in the heat race, I've scalded the brakes plumb off the thing in the hot light and the heat race and they had to completely put new brake pads and go through everything before the feature and then the feature uh with about 10 to go i lost brakes because i glowed the brakes so much it boiled the fluid and and all that and i come in and he's like what was you doing I'm like man you're worse <laughs> than sarah i can't make i can never make you happy what glow the brakes don't glow the brakes man what do you want me to do and so just we, not so much is what he wants. but it's just hard to do you know there's it the pedal was so soft compared to what i was used to i was really jabbing at it and so they changed it back put the right put my old pedal back in for devil's bow and it seemed to be much better. better so but at lawton you were up to ninth at one point before the brakes let go on you yeah we were charging i felt like we had a top 10 maybe top eight car maybe if something drastic happened up front you know a little better finish than that but with about i don't know 10 or 12 to go my paint my brakes really started to fade and i was really having to pump them and then it just lose your rhythm when you're having to concentrate on pumping the brakes and i've missed the corner a couple of times actually i drove off the corner in one and two actually as i was getting lapped because uh, i was trying to just make sure i wasn't in the way of the race but still trying to maintain good speed and i just went into one and went to push the brake pedal and it had none so just messed up a few times and you know, lost four or five spots there at the end and ended up 14th. Uh, wasn't happy with a 14th place finish there, but was happy uh, to actually just finish and not tear the car up. So, but uh, definitely didn't have any breaks there towards the end of the race. And as we've seen at Lawton, and I'm sure you've seen it much more than I have, anything can happen there. That track is tricky in some ways. And I love I've the, seen a lot of times, you know, the lap traffic gets in there and it's just anybody's run. Um, it's a very technical track yeah. and I think that's why I like it. It takes a lot of break, a lot of gas, a lot of thought, you know, you just can't hammer down and I feel like you could tell the difference in your experience there driving, um, compared to the outlaws that had never been there, the younger guys, 
you could just see how you would maneuver those turns in the corners. You had kind of a plan, and they were just kind of anywhere and everywhere trying to figure it out. Well, I just knew that that curb, that Lawton, will bite you in the ass. And I know Parker found out that running second. And, uh, you know, I seen their Macedo about spun out in the slick because Lawton's weird. Uh, you know, it was really wet to begin with, but then when it gets slick, it gets really slick. But it'll get slick to a curb that'll eat you up, and there's – there's just a lot, you know, it's very technical track, and, uh, you know, I really honestly think it's great to have a racetrack that close to us here at home that we can race at because, you know, a lot of racetracks are not that technical. Either you just rip the top or rip the bottom, and that's it. But And Lawton's racetrack changes all the time, so you might be running the top, and eight laps into the race, the bottom comes in, and you got to get away from that, and then run the bottom for eight laps. Well, then the, then the, then the bottom changes, and you got to get back to the top. It's really... It changes the whole time, which a lot of racetracks change. Right. But that, for some reason, that race changes a that racetrack changes a lot throughout an event. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool to get to go there. Yeah. But, uh, happy, uh, happy we finally got to go there. I wish we'd uh, got to go there more than one time this year. We didn't even get to go play around with our carburetor car or anything this year there. So, but well, just there's busyness. always next year. So we'll move on to Saturday Devil's Bowl. I have you qualifying in the third group, fifteenth overall. You started fifth in the third heat, finished fifth, started 15th in the A, and finished 10th. First top 10 <laughs> of the season. Hey, yeah, hey, it was exciting. We're, we're we were getting, all excited. We're getting over that bump. Uh, going all the way back to the feature, we'll start with that right now, but uh, I felt like we should have run seventh. Uh, I passed Macedo at one point and uh, just – Drove her down in there like a sissy and ran the bottom, and he drove back around the outside. I just didn't – wasn't aggressive enough once I got by him, but part of it. But let's go back qualifying. Qualifying 15th, same thing. was You know, I think we went out three cars from the end, mm-hmm. and uh, so that hurt us a little bit there. But just needing to qualify better. I, I say that I'm gonna go every back and week. listen to all the podcasts and see how many times you've said that. Well, it's just one of those weird things. I don't know if it's me that I'm doing it wrong or I'm driving too hard or not driving hard hard enough or I don't know. I can get my finger on it yet, but we're, we'll just keep plugging away at it. Just keep working. But 15th uh, is still not, like I say, that's that dreaded third row. Got to get to the second row or above. Right. Uh, so started fifth, ran fifth, heat. Same, same thing. The heat races the same yeah. way. It's just, you know, the heat races are the car, the fast cars are in front of you. The guys that out qualified you. And uh, if nothing drastic happens on a racetrack that's, you know, it was pretty narrow then, you just get in line and go as hard as you can go is basically what it is. But I knew going into the feature, the feature was going to change enough, the racetrack was going to change enough and get wide enough that we were going to have a pretty darn good race. Devil's Bowl, you know, I haven't been there in a couple of years as far as multiple times because, you know, with ASCS, we go there multiple times. And uh, so I haven't been there. Then they're changing the surface just a little bit. Martin and Lanny Ross have been putting a little more bank off of two and just a few little changes. And I, I noticed those changes because I haven't been there in a while. But uh, it still races a lot the same. And, uh, you know, running the bottom in one and two, if you can't get off the of two on the bottom, normally you're not that fast. And I knew I worked at that all night long. And I think start of the feature where we really got a few guys is they – with fuel load and everything, they went in and missed one and two, and I, I was able to rotate the bottom pretty good. And then something I haven't been able to do, 
Ed Devilsbow for the last couple of years has run the bottom in three and four very well because normally it's a top dominant track in three and four and or for has been for me anyway. And uh, I just started opening up my board and, and making a big arc to the center and just jamming up in the brakes there and was able to get rotated around the bottom of uh, three and four and just launch off the bottom and really felt good. Like I say, I passed Macedo at one point and I felt like I was up to eighth or ninth and uh, and then he got back by me and I messed up a corner and then he, him and Brad Sweet were about three quarters of a straightaway ahead of me mid-race and uh, through the middle of the race, I felt like I really started getting a rhythm and checking off some really good laps and started picking those guys up and was catching them. So, you know, anytime that you can start reeling Carson Macedo and Brad Sweet in on a race, evidently you're doing something right. And it made me feel really good, but then uh, I think it was seven, lap 17 because there was 13 to go right. when it happened uh, coming off of two. The butterflies, it just shut off. The motor didn't shut off. It was running, but it just, I have no throttle. And the nut on the, on the, uh, throttle linkage, throttle lever on the injection actually came off and, uh, didn't have any way to throttle the engine. So went to the work area, slip and, and, uh, Mikey with Craig Kinzer's team got me fixed up, got me back and out. And you didn't have held time because it was under halfway point, Yeah, right? they so did they a really just, good they did a really good job getting me back out. Got you uh, going. I don't know what it looked like under the hood. I never got to look at that after the race or anything, but <laughs> it stayed together. <laughs> but uh, you know, I got back out so late that they didn't even let me, you know, I wasn't supposed to tell behind the lap cars. I was supposed to be in front of the lap cars. And they didn't get me in front of the lap cars, so I started tail back and and uh, run a few laps there, and then passed a few, and then the caution come out again, and and I restarted. I don't remember how many laps were to go, but started. Uh, I think it was thirteenth or fourteenth, mm-hmm. with just a handful of laps to go, and and uh, made some moves pretty good there. And then Darren had a you know blow to right rear, but ran, ended up tenth. But felt like honestly there the same way. I felt like we were a seventh or eighth place car. Just had some issues and had to rebound from it, and. Uh, you know, got to give my boys a who, uh, however you want to say it, a hooray or hate, well, however you say it, I don't know. <laughs> a hooray. <laughs> uh, a good job. Okay, a good job, whatever. But just uh, because cause they, they really got, they did, they did, they got me back out there. Pretty, now I need a new license plate that says hooray. Got me back out there pretty quickly. and But I got to, I got to, uh, you know, Tom, uh, one of the outlaw officials that works the infield there, uh, I got I can't wait to see him on Thursday at Hobstad because I gotta I gotta talk with him because uh, the push truck pushed me flat out like into him and I was locking the brakes up trying to stop it because they were running him over and he got out of the way quick enough thank God because. I'm pretty sure I clipped him with the left front tire, locked up, sliding, and the truck pushing me. Uh, I don't know if he was trying to tell us not to go or what. Yeah, I, think, it, sure. I think they I'm were not, telling you not to go. But. I'm not sure what was going on there. But with that being said, uh, I'm going to go apologize to Tom because I didn't have anything to do with that. I was just along for the ride. Right. And uh, he probably shouldn't stand in front of the cars anymore. That's probably not Yeah, I mean, you're not going to win that battle. 
No. He needs like a little sign. Well, the like push, those guys on the, the but, eye racing. You know how they have the little, the little sign? Yeah, he needs the, one of those. But the push truck can't see him. Right. Because he's behind the, the car. Because of the wing and all that yeah. stuff. And if all the crew guys were screaming, go, 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 go. And I think Tom was trying to say, no, 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 no. I'm not sure how But once that, that push truck gets behind your car, yeah. you don't have any Right. I don't know how power. that. How you might want to discuss that. Yeah. So, so I, I thought of a question. As I was watching the race, I was standing on top of the trailer and you break and I grumble and walk back down the trailer, get down off the top and our friends are watching the race on dirt vision inside. So there's like a delay. So we're watching and then I hear them on dirt vision say it's the throttle linkage as they're pushing you back to the pits. So are you able to tell a track official when you break before you get to the hot pit? What is wrong? And they are relaying that to your guys. Yeah, Clinton pulled up next to me, okay. which is another official, mm -hmm. and said, what's wrong? And I said, the throttle linkage is broke or it's off or something's going on. So he relays down to Tom in the work area, and Tom tells, your tells the crew guys, hey, the throttle linkage is off or broke or something or another. Okay. So they know what to gear up to get ready for. We keep throttle linkages in the in the, in the the mule there in the, in the work area. We keep all that stuff in there. So... Uh, it's just an interesting process that you guys can so quickly diagnose and fix. Well, not something. always. I just knew. Not that, always. I just knew something come loose there because right. the butterflies wasn't working. Well, it's your anymore. best guess, but at least that gives your and guys it wasn't, to work with. It wasn't what I thought it was because mm -hmm. there's quick disconnects under there in the throttle linkage. It's for when we change engines, you don't have to unbolt it. You just pop a clip, and I figured the clip come out, and uh, actually it wasn't. The nut fell off, and. It was so funny because after the race was over, Rob said, I can't even chew anybody's ass out about this thing because I'm the one to put that on. <laughs> so, that you know, part of it, you know, everybody makes mistakes and that's what I tell them, you know, don't get down. And, and if, if, if like if Rob gripes at me or about something I did wrong, I take it in stride, try to learn from it. And that's what everyone needs to do with the team, this team, you know, well, just like the, that. the team all has the same end goal. So it's not that we're griping at each other to put the other person down we're all wanting to get better so you just have to kind of take it in that spirit and not take it personal which well i think rob's been there a month and he's turning things around a little bit and he's definitely not afraid to try stuff but uh just tinkering and just fine-tuning some stuff and then eliminating all the headaches with me you know i'm home this week and flying out uh today uh to head to indy or whatever mm -hmm. and it's just it takes a lot of burden off me and it's it seems to make my job as far as a race car driver and doing the driving part uh just a lot easier i got my mental thoughts and process are way better and just getting to go to the gym a little bit more and not having to work on the car and uh you know i've been traveling with the team until this next week i'm going to travel with the team so uh we'll see how it goes you know just learning and Keep plugging away. 13, 13 races to go. So that's right, 13 to go. So. See uh, see what we got next. Well, before you come in with your question of the week and all your bullshit that you got, I let's, love you uh, too. let's take a break and uh, come back and see what you got. Okay. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits, or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page 
or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. All right, guys, we're back. Okay, I was going to go come back. I feel like I need like a, um, like a tune or something. Well, like, before you... Bef- for the question of the week. Before you... Like uh, little, there you go, Dave. There you go, Dave. She needs a... little a, something. She wants a jingle for, fa- <laughs> for the question of the week. But Ben said that Dave didn't get Shane's uh, commercial done yet this week, so we got to give another shout-out to Shane Mars off with Shane Signs with all the graphic stuff that he's been doing and, and that and this, that, and the other. And, um, uh, you know, um, we'll get it done. We'll get it done eventually. No big deal. So... Here's your jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> Lord. Okay. Um, I wanted to mention, last week we put a poll, and y'all are super opinionated about the single y'all file. Are, is it y'all file. or you all? It's y'all. You all. Y'all. Okay, okie. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I got it from you. The majority was overwhelmingly for double file at 78%, but we had some good um, discussion on the Facebook page. Um, as to why single file might be better, but I think from a fan perspective, double file. What did wins. I say? You never listen. I said you that said last that. week. I, I know. said as a driver, I wanted their opinion. If you poll the drivers, everyone wants. Well, I didn't poll the driver drivers. If I pulled drive, the people. Yeah, and they want double file because it's more exciting. No doubt about it. Right. That's right. Okay. So with that. On the Facebook page, Sean Dancer said, okay, let's oh, talk about... Dancer. He said, let's talk about what sense it makes to be a lap down in dirt track racing. None whatsoever. And and Sean would know because he's a racer also. And I'm sure I'll see you tomorrow at uh, Plymouth, Sean. I've seen you there the last time on the rain out night. Okay, so but, let's talk about this. Uh, it, it actually... The only... It, it's one of the worst things are, that I feel like one of the I shouldn't say because we've talked about all this other crap but it's still a horrible thing so back I, in the day when you were a lap down okay you were just lapped down if you were a lap down and only the only the leader passed you you're second you're still screwed don't get me wrong but with that being said now all the lap cars go to the rear well if you're only the, the very first lap car when the caution comes out you're lapped down to the field. So if you pay, if you say... You've been penalized, the one car plus the 20 others. Yes. Essentially. So you're out there for basically no reason at all. Yeah. Until another car gets a lap down. But the only thing about it is racing for points. Mm-hmm. You can't come I in. I can't come in. Right. Because guess what? Somebody falls out. That's a point. That's move, a spot. And whatever. you move up, though. You know, you make up laps. You move up, whatever. But if four cars get lapped... And this happened to me at uh, Fargo. I passed Jason Sides late in the race, but he was never lapped down. So right, because even though I passed time. by him, I still was you scored. You didn't get that position. Was, was still scored a spot behind him. And yeah, it, that's it's kind of stinks. a weird. I don't know how you yeah. fix it. Right. Well, because um, I don't. Do you? What do you? How? What I are your honest, feelings about having lap cars in the middle of the field? Well, I, because that's how you quote unquote fix it. But ooh, no, that's I, not I think fixed. that I think there should be, and you know, we could we could definitely go on and on and on about this forever and ever and ever. But uh, you know, maybe for the first half of the race, if you get lapped and the caution comes out. Uh, I don't say you. Sh- I shouldn't say if you're if you know they lap five cars. You know that's mm-hmm. not fair. But say if there's only 
two cars on the that are off the lead lap, they should get their they should be like the NASCAR. Tell it. Like no, like NASCAR, you just get a lucky dog. So okay. those guys get get to get, you know get to be back on the lead lap. Now after halfway, so be it, or something like that. But early in the race with the you know these little small racetracks that we go to, you could be lapped really quick. And then the caution come out, and it just ruins your whole night. Even if you're a good car, right. and you just got stuck in the back. So I don't know, Sean. That is a great answer, or a great question. And you deal with it just like I do. And I, I agree with you 100. percent I think it's, I think it sucks. Well, then I'm going to ask the people what's the answer, and we'll see what they say. I don't know what the answer because you know what you don't want the lap cars Mingled. mixing up in the race, right? You know, up front, but they're a lap car for a reason, but. Those lap cars are still racing those other cars in the back. Right. So, if the caution comes out after, you know, only one car gets lapped, it's kind of a bad thing just penalizing the one car that's being lapped. But they're being lapped. Yeah, but you... Depends on which side of the the coin you're on, I guess. So, okay. Well, that was the question from Sean. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for listening, Sean. I didn't know you, you know, I talked to you. You didn't tell me to listen to this. Well, I don't know if he listens. He just answered on Facebook, but. I'm sure he listens. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. So my question of the week is, going back to radios, because I asked you a question about a radio earlier. What are your thoughts on um, radios as far as, would you ever think two-way radio communication would be worthwhile in sprint cars? We've done it years ago back at the Slick 50 thing. And? Uh, I don't know. You know, I didn't have a big enough team or a big enough crew guy or enough crew guys that I had anybody on the radio because it was a TV thing back then. Diamond P put it on. And we, you had to have somebody on a radio sitting in the stands. And I didn't really understand what was going on there. To give it like a NASCAR but I only, feel or something? But or? I only had two radios, one for me and one for other per one one in my helmet and one for other per one other person. Mm-hmm. And all the, I think I had one crew guy that stayed in the pit. Well, he can't send. You had to have one in the stands. Mm -hmm. The the crew guy had to be in the stands. So my mother was there. So I gave her the radio, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) I I turned over one night. Turned over one night, and as I was still turning over, she was already asking me if I was okay. And the crash hadn't even finished yet. (laughs) But it's funny that you say that because me and Um, Bill Rose were talking about he's going to run a Silver Crown race here in a couple weeks. And uh, me and Rob was sitting there talking to him, and Rob's like, "Man, I love being on the radios on those on those uh, Silver Crown races, hundred laps. You know, it takes two two hours to run the race, and I can talk to the driver." And I said, "Dude, if we had we had radios, I would just unplug you. I don't want to hear your open up your entry, this, that, the other. You know, uh, I could only imagine. I, I I don't like even the one way radios we have. I don't feel like they should talk to us." After we go one to go, and they normally don't because it breaks your concentration. Yeah, I don't. Right. I don't want to hear anything. Even sometimes, like they'll mic up mm-hmm. by accident, and you get even through the middle of the race, and you hear it, and you're like, "Oh crap, something's happening." So you think the caution's coming out, mm-hmm. but sometimes it doesn't, mm-hmm. and it's very distracting. So I don't know. Uh, there's definitely probably pros and and cons to. The radios, but like two. I don't. There's. I'm two telling way you, and sprint car racing, there, like fast you, dirt track. I don't know that there is two way radios out there. You think people are using them? Oh, I'm sure they are. I've heard of guys using their Apple watches uh, to get like on cautions. The crew guys can tell them what's going on. 
Really? And I think that's illegal now also. Um, I don't think you're supposed to have any, like, two-way communication in your car. Right. I don't know. I've never read But the little race receiver radios, I know they make a two-way. And then race can, like, if you had, had, like, if we had one, Mm -hmm. uh, you can talk to me and race control can talk to me. But if you're talking to me and race control came on, it overrides you. Oh, okay. So they do make them. So uh, people are using them. So I'm sure they are. I don't know if they're using them in our series, but yeah. Uh, but I've heard of people using the Apple Watch too, you know, for under caution. Just pull their glove back and, hey, you run the top, get off the top, run the bottom or, or you know, whatever. Whatever bullshit you want to say on there. But I've heard of that. Uh, Interesting. I'm too tight of an ass to buy an Apple Watch. So <laughs> You would break it. <laughs> okay. So those are the questions. I have my usual review update and we are at drum roll 57 whoa that's one more than last week one more or two i thought we were well, at 55 okay maybe two i so i've noticed that it looks like the australian reviews i can see them on my dashboard for apple Podcasts, but then they don't pull up on my apple podcast on my phone but i don't know how that works so anyhow i'm gonna read a review that we received from ash and it's at Ash Doomers. I'm going to say that's what it is. This person's from Australia as well. I don't want to assume it's female. But We're it at it in Australia. I didn't put that down. But they said they love the results rundown. Just come across this podcast a few weeks ago, and I love it. I wish more drivers would do a weekly description of their race results. Just a nice casual listen. Keep up the good work, and good luck at the races. Ash. Well, thanks, Ash. Ah, speaking of pretty cool. Speaking of Australian... Uh, fans and car owners and stuff. Maybe I, I keep saying this. I need to break out and get uh, Brett Smith uh, from Melbourne there. You know that I drove his car quite a few times over there in the last few years. I haven't been in the last couple of years, but the last time I went, I drove for Brett, and uh, you know I, I stole Kenny from Brett. So uh, got to get those guys on maybe yeah. here in the next week or two. We and have a pretty good following. I've in talked to I've talked to Brett a few times and. Man, I'll tell you what, there in Melbourne, you guys got it, uh, the corona. Lockdown. Locked, I mean, yeah, he was telling me all the ins and outs of what you can and can't do there. And you guys got it way worse than we do, evidently. So, uh, Well, maybe they're just being more cautious than we are. I don't know if it's worse. but Well, yeah, I don't think the outbreak or anything like right. that. I just think they're... Their government's cracked down a little yeah. tighter than ours. Okay, well... Well, thank you, Ash. Yeah, I appreciate it. Message me. I don't know how I could get you something, but I could sure try. It might take a while for it to get there. But They have mail. Speaking of... Just so you know, they well, have I mail. I know that, but sometimes it's difficult to ship stuff. But I, I'll do it. I don't mind. You know me. Ash, she'll probably put it on the boat so you'll see it in about <laughs> six months. <laughs> but speaking of merchandise and things of that nature, I ordered new koozies that are Wednesdays with Wayne koozies. Whoa, look at you go. So that's pretty exciting. Those the only reason, guys, she... Are coming in The soon. only reason she had to order new koozies, guys, because she gave them all away this week. I sold quite a few, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, three. No, false. <laughs> I sold them. I might have gave a few away, but... Uh, so I've got new uh, Wednesdays with Wayne koozies that will be coming, and you can earn yourself one of those by leaving me a review or calling in with a question of the week, or emailing us a question of the week, participating on Facebook. I appreciate that. With that said, you can find us 
on Facebook or Instagram at Wayne Johnson Racing. And you can always call us at 405-362-0620. Another quick update. From Australia, it's plus one. Ooh. Okay, I would know nothing about that. Um, Another update. Amazon Music now has podcasts, and I have submitted our information I got an email from them this week. We submitted info, so hopefully very soon we'll be on Amazon Music. Awesome. So Look at you go. We're just plugging away here. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, but yeah. Yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> you just go drive the car and then come back with some information for me. Well, like I say, I want to work on that, trying to get Brett on. He, uh, you know, we talked to him early, early in the in the podcast days, and he wanted to get a he. I think he was too nervous, but well, we had to get, we'll him, get him. We we'll had to get him a Def Leppard intro. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's a big Def Leppard guy. I wouldn't know. Have I met Brett? I don't think you've met okay. Brett. Well but. then, anyhow, to come more guests. We're looking. We're aiming for one guest a month still. So, yep. and Facebook lives monthly. We're every uh, so often. You know, and we're uh, getting ready to have a three-day weekend, so hopefully uh, have a little more racing info as far as you know, good you know, get better results, good results, better qualifying. Yes, stay tuned. We're at Plymouth, Indiana, on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. which is today. Not really, but yeah. I thought you're Plymouth on Thursday. I mean, Plymouth on Thursday. Right. We are in Wayne County, Ohio, on Friday, Mm -hmm. and we are in. Lernerville, Pennsylvania, Sarver, Pennsylvania, on Saturday this week. Next week, we're at Williams Grove for two days. And the weekend after that, we are in Port Royal, Pennsylvania for two days. I'm glad you know where you're going to be because I. It's easy now. I can tell you the whole rest of the schedule. Until they change it. No, we're done. And just remember, guys, you can catch all those races on Dirt Vision. So get yourself there and watch. That's where I'll be tuning in from. Taking notes. Oh, not Saturday. I'll go back and watch it. We're uh, we're looking at watching the uh, what are what? they calling that race tonight? The Governor's Cup or yeah, something like that. Something. It's an all star race. That is it. Where's it at? Eldor? Invitational only. Yeah, we didn't even apply to to go or or whatever. We uh, we sit down with the car owner and and the guys, and that would make us race five nights in a row, and we're you know, our our season was supposed to be way longer. So we're trying to time our engines just right, right now. Uh, so that was going to be, that was actually going to throw us off by a couple of nights with our, our engine that we're wanting to go to, to Williams Grove and Port Royal with. So we decided to uh, not to participate in that race. So get so, to hang, get to hang out and watch that on TV and our own flow tonight. So, okay. That's but the plan. we like flow, but it's nothing like dirt vision. I think Dirt Vision is 10 times better. Watch your Dirt Vision, drink your NOS. I'm all in. I even drink a NOS, and I don't drink energy drinks. But those black cherry ones How can you say you don't if you did? So good. See, I guys, what I deal with? Ne- I never drink NOS, but I had one of those. <laughs> no, I, I never had had one until they brought me one. And then I tried it, and now I'll make an exception. Guys, till next week, uh, keep listening. Uh, we love all the reviews. And, and uh, till next week. Later. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.